Well, this is the time in our service where we take the Lord's table together. As we do that, we'd like to look at God's word together. You can go ahead and open up your Bible to the book of Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. It is a precious gift from God that we have the opportunity each week. And then we take the opportunity to look at God's word together, to prepare our hearts, and to remember Christ's body that was broken, and to remember his blood that was shed. And as we do that, let's look together at the first four verses of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets... In many portions and in many ways in these last days has spoken to us in his son. Whom he appointed heir of all things. Through whom also he made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature. And upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. If I could call down this morning any of the angels from heaven and draw them away from their heavenly gaze... And place them here with us and ask them to address us. They would speak to us this morning of Jesus. And if I were to go to any believer in heaven and bring them here or her away. Bring him or her away from their gaze of the glorified Savior in heaven. Bring them here. They would speak to us about Jesus. And if I were to reach into the depths of hell and rescue someone from eternal anguish and bring them here and have them address us this morning, they would speak to us about Jesus. And if I were to ask the Holy Spirit himself to materialize and stand here and address all of us according to John 14, the Holy Spirit would speak to us about Jesus, would testify of him. And if God the Father were to condescend from his eternal throne and stand here before us, he would speak of Jesus. However, if the devil and any of his demons would come in here and stand before you, they would want to speak of anything but Jesus. Or better yet, they would like to speak of Jesus in an inaccurate way, an untruthful way, a way that would draw your eyes to a Jesus who, according to the scriptures, never existed, a Jesus who First John calls another Jesus, a gospelless Jesus. And this is why it is so good for us to take some time and to remember rightly Jesus. To think rightly about Jesus and to fix our hearts on truths about Jesus from Scripture. To remember the one whom God has appointed as heir of all things, as we just read. To remember the one 
who made the world, to remember the one who is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his nature, to remember the one who upholds all things by the word of his power. And to remember the one who made purification of sins at the cost of his very own blood. And to remember the one who conquered death and is now seated at the right hand of the majesty on high and will one day come again. This glorious, powerful, majestic, radiant God-man is the one who laid down his life, who bore the sins of all who would believe, who suffered in ours the full fury of the wrath of God so that we might be reconciled to God. This morning, I want to encourage us to remember Jesus. In a moment, the men are going to come and hand out a piece of cracker. And this cracker is to represent Jesus' body. It's a symbol. And it represents Jesus' body that was bruised and beaten and crushed. And there will be a small cup of juice. And this is to remember Jesus' blood that was shed and poured out. It's an offering on behalf of all who would believe in him. And as you take the bread and the cracker, you should remember Jesus, but you should also do some self-examination. And this is the wonderful thing about the Lord's table, is that it is for every believer. If you have had the most victorious week in your battle against sin and for holiness and have had the most sweet time with the Lord then remembering the gospel and remembering Jesus, remembering the cross is exactly what you should do this morning as you thank Jesus for laying down his life to purchase for you fellowship with God that you've had the joy of experiencing all week. And if you've had a week of hardness of heart toward God, if you have really struggled this last week in your fight against sin, and there may even be unrepented of sin in your life, what you find is that here at the Lord's table, it is exactly where you need to be. This isn't a time for you to pass on the Lord's table because you've had a bad week. It's not a time for you to wallow in your poorness of life or wrong living, but it's a time for you to repent. This is what believers do. This time is for you to remember Christ's sacrifice, to remember his blood shed on your behalf so that despite your sin, despite all of our sin, we might know God. So if that's you, remember your Savior and begin the process of repentance of that sin and confess it to God. And remember the fully sufficient to forgive any sin sacrifice that Jesus made on your behalf. You see, for the believer, there is no wasted time at the Lord's table. It is for all of us. However, if you are not a believer, then I'd ask you to consider Jesus this morning. And repent, turn to him in faith as the only acceptable means of forgiveness for your sin before the Father. And if you will not, then we simply ask that you don't take these symbols, don't take the bread and the cup and just pass them by. We're so glad that you're with us this morning and we would love the opportunity to talk to you more about the gospel 
But if you don't believe, then just let those things pass, as this is a time for Christians to remember their precious Savior who sacrificed on our behalf. Men, come serve us, and as your heart is prepared, take the bread and the cup on your own this morning.